What's up, guys? Roy here, and you're listening to the Balanced Mail Podcast Series. Today's episode will be a pillar talk. I, uh, I'm i just going to go with this name of, of this type of, of, of these episodes as the pillar talk. I don't care how close it talk, but uh, you guys listening are you understand what I'm talking about. And for those of you that are just turning in, the pillars are the areas of my life that I find balance. And for me, I have four major areas, uh, physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional. Those are my pillars in my life after asking myself what it is I need and so, so on. And, uh, that helped me, these areas help me find balance, focus, just all around peace and prosperity, I guess. Yeah, that's what it does. And so last week I was dealing with more of the mental area for those of you that were tuning in. And and that was more about the idea of creating habits and how the habits form our realities and the power of habits. And so today I'm going to be focusing on the area of the physical. Um, I'm going to talk about a couple of things that have been very helpful for me in this area and uh, the two things are uh, I call it celebrating the inch not the itch the inch and not comparing myself to others now this specific area of my life has become you know one of the the most integral parts or areas of my life for my sanity. Um, You know, I started really focusing on my fitness, my health, my wellness about a decade ago. And I, uh, and it sort of got heightened when my kid was born because, you know, I think that it does something to you when you have a child and and for me like I saw started thinking of my own mortality and things like that and wanting to lengthen the time that I'm here and see and wanting to start habits and creating routines that would help help me in the future with regards to my health and wellness and really this area was was my first form of therapy I think there's a there's a lot of guys and, and people out there that talk about the benefits of physical activity, running, working out with regards to your mental health. And for me, I noticed this first when I was trying to start running. And I noticed that I would start a run if I was frustrated with something, whatever was happening in my life. By the end of the run, I was relatively calmer. And then there were, there's been a few times in my life that I've been running and I've had to stop because I'm having some sort of emotional release. And what I mean by that is like, I'm, I'm like crying. And I don't know the science behind that. I know it has something to do with your serotonin and 
those type of things. But I noticed that my general mental health started to get better the more I incorporated something physical in my life, whether it was running, working out, and people could tell a difference in me. My wife could tell a difference. My wife could tell a difference when I haven't been, and I could tell a difference. I notice also that I'm when I'm working out at the gym, there's something about just picking up heavy things and putting them down over repeated, repeated times that just clears my mind and gives me a renewed energy. And I've tried to incorporate that in my life as much as I can. Now, I also need to say that this area as well has caused me (laughs) the most pain, (laughs) the most frustration, robbed me of my joy and taken my confidence. And a lot of that has to do with what I'm going to talk about today. And some of that just comes from, you know, I didn't start this in the beginning of my life. You know, physical fitness was not really that big of a thing for me for up to 30 years of my life. I was never into sports. I loved Taco Bell and candy. I am addicted to sugar. It is a very... It's a very big deal how much I... I mean, I love anything sugar-related. Um, that's why we don't keep a lot of sugar in my house. And also, uh, I do like to say that this is something that I'm a little embarrassed by, but I'm going to share it with you. At my height, I was averaging six or seven sodas a day. So as you can see, that wasn't really important to me, physical fitness. You know, somebody who's loving Taco Bell candy and Mountain Dew probably isn't hitting the gym. And so that was one thing. Another thing is my genetics. You know, that's something that, you know, I don't have. I didn't come out the womb with these, you know, with great genetics. Uh, I don't blame anyone for it. That's something a lot of us can't control. uh, But that's just what. It's the reality of my life. And then also there have been a couple of injuries in my life with my knees, so it's kind of stopped. So those that's kind of what started, what really gets me frust has has this area has given me frustration. Um but I also so what I've been trying to do is make this more of a regular part of my life. And I've been doing it for a couple of years now. Uh, I was kind of dabbling in this for 10 years, but these last couple of years, it's been very much uh, something that I want to to make it just, it's, it's an everyday part of my life. But it's hard, and it's hard to do this. It's hard to keep keep up with your physical fitness. It's hard to keep up in this area and I kind of got to hone it down to the two things that were 
causing me the most struggle and really becoming the biggest roadblocks for me on this path. So this first one is comparison. And I think for a lot of us, I'd be, I mean, we're all comparing ourselves to other people all the time, whether it's social media, whether it's our neighbors, whether it's family, we're always comparing. And for me, this was, this is, this is kind of the killer for me is this whole comparison. And I'll talk about it, sharing this, this quick little story. And so couple years maybe two years ago almost two almost two years ago I decided to run a half marathon and I decided besides that to make running a part of my life um, like I told you before it was a first form of therapy I find a lot of joy in it I find a lot of peace in it so I trained for this half marathon. It felt great. I did it. It was awesome. If people are interested, I might even tell the whole story because it's pretty. It was a wild, fun story for me. But but I began incorporating a almost a kind of like a running routine. It was about three to four times a week, and I would get up really early and run. And one of these days, I was running and, and I was feeling super excited. Super excited because I had just, I was about to complete like a five mile run. I was at the last sort of like half, almost, almost quarter. No, it was about a half mile left. And I was feeling super psyched. I had a decent time. I, you know, I did it. I got to, I, I was, I was going to complete five miles before 6 a.m. And I was super pumped. And I'm, and, and I was at this one part near the end of my run which is this bridge and it's pretty much a bear to run up i mean it's some dot sometimes it's a talk about a motivation killer is when you're staring at this bottom of this bridge trying to get up and it's about a half mile bridge but anyway i was doing pretty well in my mind i was doing pretty well and and i'm getting it i'm almost at like the top of the bridge and I knew that like I was about to start on a downhill so I was like all right you got this Roy you're gonna complete five miles it's gonna be great way to go pumping myself up and then out of nowhere this lady just blasts by me just tearing up just flying flies by me <laughs> and she wasn't I could tell that she was probably a few a few years older than me she looked maybe in her 50s i'm guessing in my mind <laughs> in my insecurities this lady was 65 <laughs> but she probably was my age i don't know whatever but but what happened as soon as she blasted by me is i got into my head and i was like fuck here's this lady so far ahead of me. I bet she did 10 miles. She's so much better at this than me. I fucking suck. And I did complete the five miles, but all that joy that I had before and all that feeling of greatness and, and just like, this is awesome. I love it. It was taken from me. 
Now, I took it from myself. This lady wasn't doing it to be a, a jerk. She was just... She was just a better... She has been running longer than me, probably. But I couldn't see that. I couldn't allow myself to see that. And... It really... It, it took... I didn't run for like three or four days after that. I remember feeling I just got really down on myself. And it's really funny how this stuff in our life, these little tiny moments, can just rob us of so much. And and what I found in that moment is that I, I make other people a standard. I was making other... This, this lady was the standard. For some reason... She was what I needed to be. I needed to be where she was at. I need, and, and I do this a lot when I'm in the gym, when I'm running, when I'm doing anything. I, it's like I'm looking at what other people are doing. They're the standard. They're what I'm trying to be. And this is incredibly toxic, and it sucks because... It just robs you of time. And ultimately, like what my therapist says, it robs you of joy. Comparison. He tells me that comparison is the thief of joy. And and I've talked with him a lot about this, this idea of comparison. And I mean, I, I do this in the gym. You know, it, the gym can be one of the hardest places to go. I think in the beginning, trying to go to the gym... For me, it was the most, I felt the most insecure I've ever felt in my entire life. Sometimes worse than, worse than high school, walking into a gym. Because you're walking into a gym, and usually, depending on the gym you go to, you're probably seeing a lot of people that are fit, that are doing this. That are You'll see personal trainers. You see people that are, you know, are well into their physical fitness journey and all that stuff and it's incredibly it's incredibly intimidating for someone who's beginning and so you know i I, i'm i'm a victim of that i'm a victim of comparing myself to these people i i'll walk into the gym or i'll start a run and i'll see someone going faster and like damn God, I suck because I can't do that. Or, man, I wish I could be where that person's at. Or, man, I wish I was this. And I don't like this. And see, what happens is we're, we're talking about ourselves. We're forgetting that we're not these people. We're forgetting that, that like, I'm forgetting that I am, I'm only myself. And there's no, I have no idea about any of these people's lives. I have no idea about them. There's people, they could have been running since they were nine. If someone's been running since they're nine and they're my age, I'm 40, they're going to be better at it. It's going to be easier for them. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with the fact that I started running two or three years ago, you know? And at the end of the day, No matter the workout or the run, they are them, and I am me. That's all I'll ever be. <laughs> yeah, that's a good phrase right there. I am, they are them, and I am me, and that's all I'll ever be. I feel like I could put that on a t-shirt. Um, 
because really no matter how far I go in this, this journey of physical fitness, at the end of the day, it's only going to be me. I'm not going to be this person. I'm not, I'm not going to be someone else. I'm going to have to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to reconcile with that. And I like to think about the idea of like with, with genetics in our lives is, you know, all of us are working with different tools, different things. And some of us are better at things than others. And, and as soon as you start comparing yourselves to other people, you're, you're robbing yourself of, of the joy of what you've accomplished. You know, for me, I, I like to think about where I'm at you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still, sometimes I still feel like I'm on the beginning of this journey, but you know, I've, I've done a lot. I've done a lot to turn around my life in, and I like to think about it in the sense of like my future, like the run I did yesterday is giving me more time later. The run I did yesterday is helping my cardiovascular health for when I'm older, because you know, I have a family history of heart disease. There's there's three or four people in my family that have died of heart attacks. You know, and, 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 you know, there's some things I can't control, but I like to think that what I'm doing now is benefiting myself in the future and benefiting my family. The workout that I completed today is giving me some strength that I didn't have before, and it's creating this this path for me that's only going to benefit me, you know, and, and I think about just that idea of continuing to show up because, which will lead me into my next point, because when I'm comparing myself to others, it robs me of, of my strength and stops me from showing up. And that's one of the biggest things is just, you just got to keep showing up. You know, you're not going to see results. You might not get what you want right away, but I heard that. Where'd I hear that from? Rich Roll. He's a good guy to listen to his book, Finding Ultra. Just about that idea of keep showing up. And because that's what really is the benefit. You know, that person that blew past me, they kept showing up and they got to there. And I may never get to that point. I may never get to a five or six minute mile. I'm 42. I got two knees that have had surgeries on, but who cares? <laughs> I'm still running and it's fucking awesome. And to end with this point, there's also a quote from, from, uh, you know, Richard, Rich Roll, and it might, le it's also probably leading into this, um, this next point, I'm a well oiled machine with this, aren't I, guys? But uh, it's that idea that good is better than nothing. And so, me getting out and running, doing something that's good, I'm not probably the great, I'm not the greatest at it, but good is still better than not running, right? So, remember that if you're in this journey like I am and you're struggling, focus on. Stop comparing yourself to others. It's going to take the joy away from you in an instant. It's going to take your confidence. It's going to take any kind of momentum that you had. And it'll be a dead stop.
And we don't want that, right? No. And I know I'm not the only one that thinks about this. I'm not the only one that compares themselves to others. I know some of you guys listening do the same thing. You're probably comparing yourself to me. Whatever. It's life. But it doesn't have to be. And so the second thing that's helped me in this area is celebrating the inch. <laughs> uh, and the inch is something that needs to be celebrated. And why do I say celebrating an inch? Well, two things. First, I was... I was talking with probably my therapist or, or a friend, and I was talking about how I'm so frustrated working, working out and running and doing all this stuff because it feels like doing this at my age that I have to, I have to fight or work for a mile just to get an inch. And that I see that the most when I'm when I'm at the gym, right? You know, I'll be around someone who is, you know, I, I'm noticing how easier it is for people, and they're, you know, they're doing their quick little workouts and they leave. And for me, I'm doing more, more and more and more, just to get a little bit of growth. And it's really fucking frustrating. And I told him this and. <laughs> he said, why can't you just be happy for the inch that you got? Cause it's an inch you hadn't had before. And I was like, man, that's, that is, that is awesome. Celebrating the inch, celebrating the little things, the little accomplishments that you do. And, and it's hard for me to celebrate the inch. It is because, you know, I want to be further along than I am. I don't want to be, I guess what I'm saying, like, I don't want to be a 42-year-old guy trying to do all this. I want to be the 22-year-old kid starting this. But but the inch is something that needs to be celebrated. And, and I've made it a point to celebrate the inch of accomplishments that I've made more and more. And I do this in a couple of ways, celebrating the inch. The first thing, at the end of every run or every workout, I play this one song called Little Changes. And it's by this artist, Frank Turner, who's one of my favorite uh, singers. Been listening to him for years. But he has this song called Little Changes. And one of the verses is, the big things stay the same until we make little changes. And I think... I listen to that at the end of these these things, the, the runs or the workouts, because I have to celebrate whatever it is. Whatever I did was more than I did before, and it's something that I can add, and it can be added up. And a lot of times, or not a lot of times, but it's like this idea of like, we're constantly moving on to the next thing or thinking about what's next and we can't celebrate what we've just done. For me, it's to celebrate like, I look for one thing that I did 
in the run or the workout that I didn't do before or that was better than the last time. For instance, you know, I was 10 set, my mile average was 10 seconds faster than the last one. That's something that to be celebrated. And you'll hear like the, the small victories are the best. And, and, and I'll use this to compare. It has to do with like finances. Like if you ever listen to people that talk about getting rid of your debt, a lot of the people, a lot of these, you know, the smart guys, smart people that are doing this will talk about getting rid of the smaller things first. And, and we did this. My wife and I did this a few years ago. Um, we, uh, we got rid of a bunch of debt. And it started with what were the things that had the smallest payments? And we just started getting rid of those. And once we got rid of the smaller payment, we added that payment to another payment that was a little bit bigger. And then when that one to another one and to another one, and it, and it just starts compounding. And before you know it, it's gone. And I, I have tried to take that approach as well to this physical fitness journey because the more and more that you're showing up, the little things that you're doing, it starts to compound. And before you know it, you're at this place that you never thought you would be. For me, it was, I've, I ran a half marathon. I never ran a half marathon in my life. You know, I've, I'm stronger than I was before. And if I hadn't celebrated those victories, those little inches, those little stuff that I that I was doing, I don't know if I would be there now. You know, he has that saying like, there's another line in the uh, the song where he says, the big things stay, well, that's what I just said. <laughs> yeah, the big things, nothing's gonna change unless you start doing little stuff. The mountain will go, you you can climb the mountain one step at a time. Uh, what, Rome wasn't built in a day. Like, these little things that we can celebrate and focus on will in turn lead us to the big transformations that we're looking for. So that's what I want to leave you guys with. You know, comparison is the thief of joy. Stop comparing yourself to others. Celebrate the little victory. Celebrate that inch of success, that inch of growth that you've made. Because when I'm doing that, it's given me so much more strength, momentum, and confidence in this area. It's helped me to continue to keep this health and wellness on the forefront of my mind. And I hope that it does for you guys too. So thanks for listening. Remember, I'm, I'm just a channel. I ain't the source, but uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Take it easy. And keep fighting.